Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode seven of the Review Point podcast, coming to you from fanboysanonymous.com. I'm your host, the man who calls the shots over at Fanboys Anonymous, Tony Mango. And with me on the panel tonight, we've got Chris Dace. Hey, hey, hey. Steven Wago. Yo, yo, yo. And John Wago. Hello. Oh, you should have said it three times. <laughs> I'm boring. She's <laughs> not wrong. So, if you're unfamiliar with how ReviewPoint works, it's pretty simple. We break down whatever is in our sites for this episode and review whether or not these different aspects were hits or misses, otherwise known as positives or negatives. And our target for this edition is going to be the latest edition of the Hunger Games series, Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. The film was released last night, and we all got a chance to see that today. Not last night, because they were sold out every time uh, I double-checked. We actually had about 10 uh, times at my local movie theater. And the day beforehand, I was trying to figure out how we could, you know, get like five people to sit, uh, all sit together. And the only things that were open were handicapped spots. So <laughs> we ended up having to wait a little bit, but we all got to see it. And uh, we're going to give our opinions about some different stuff here. We're going to break it down in a couple different ways. Um, Plot structure, characters, special effects, visuals, music, you know, pretty much anything that you could go through with the movie. But before we get into the specifics, let me give you a little bit of a warning here. There will be spoilers, so if you have not seen the movie yet and don't wish to know what happens, just bookmark this podcast and go watch it at a later time after you've already seen the movie. So, overall first impressions, what would you say? Was it a good movie, bad movie, meh, somewhere in between, something like that? What do you think, these? It was a meh movie uh, because they, they're stretching it to make more money. It needed to be condensed. If you were to take about 30 minutes out of just sh- the shit of crying and mass genocide um, and added an action scene at the end, you would have had a really good movie. But it was meh for me. How long was the movie action off the top of your head? Uh, not as long as Interstellar. <laughs> well, that's for sure. I was happy. Well, the movie started about 3 o'clock and we got out about... Four thirty? No, it was closer to five o'clock. All right, so yeah, going on for two hours. Now I like longer movies, just can kind of go all over the place and get everything uh, encapsulated in one movie instead of splitting the things up. So when they said that they were going to split this up, I mean, I didn't watch the Harry Potter movies when they had come out, so I was able to just watch one and then the other, but. I didn't watch Twilight because <laughs> fuck that shit. <laughs> but um, I don't like this idea of splitting up these movies. And um, right now it says uh, it's two hours and five minutes, which that's a decent runtime for a movie. And it didn't feel like it was too short to me, but I can kind of see what you're going for, Dace. Um, it didn't necessarily need to feel that long. Um, way go, Steven, I should say. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Overall impressions? I thought it was a solid movie, but it had a shit ton of flaws in it. I'm actually in favor of having longer movies. I'm a huge fan of the Lord of the Rings series. Not so much the last one because of the ending. But, um, yeah, I, the um, last Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. You know, no, where... which ending? Eh? Which ending? Because there's like 40 of them. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, overall, I think it's just... They could have cut a lot out and condensed it, much like they said, and got to the point. I would have rather sit for three hours of movie and had them kind of just blend the next one in with this one, and I would have been a lot more entertained. What are your overall first impressions, John? Do you agree it should have been one movie, saved an extra ten bucks, or are you more in favor of waiting that extra year and having a little bit of a build-up? Honestly... As far as how I felt about the movie, it was a good, solid movie, like Steven said, but it it was lacking a few things, and it had a few extra things inside of it that I felt were too drawn out. Uh, when it comes to writing and movies, it bothers me when there's too much detail. Like, d- detail's good, it's important, but it's if it's too flowery or there's detail for too long, it loses your attention and you just can't hold your attention on it anymore but with that being said i'm actually in favor of the two different movies because of how big the book is and it's just this is the very very last book 
of the trilogy. And to rush it, I feel, would be a shame. I feel like it would be better to have two two-hour movies than one three-hour movie, just for the sake of rushing things, you know? Oh, have you read the books? No, but I have friends that are avid, avid readers of it, and a few of them are actually very angry um, about how they were portrayed in the second movie, I believe, because apparently PETA uh, loses a leg and Katniss has to have a hearing aid, and they huh. completely left that out, apparently. I According think they just needed friend, more cats and flashlights, and it would have been All better. the cats and <laughs> flashlights, it would have been great. <laughs> That would have been weird seeing uh, Peter without a leg and Katniss doing the whole deaf thing going on. Well, she wouldn't. I don't think she was completely deaf, but she needed the hearing aid. Um, no. I don't know the specifics, but a few of my friends were actually kind of upset that they cut that out. The whole two hours just going, huh? Yeah. <laughs> is it sad that when she said, uh, when you said Katniss uh, is de- like, imagine Katniss deaf, that I imagined a deaf person speaking on those propaganda videos <laughs> you know, with that ooh, 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 noises. Oh, that would have been they're like ah, the delivery's off on this one and i don't think it's the delivery but justice <laughs> i'm a terrible person just a little bit yeah we've established this in another podcast <laughs> so let's talk about the plot itself um this kind of uh, one of the criticisms that people are saying is that this is really milking the second film idea and that essentially it's just a promotional tactic for the second film, kind of like how they figure out a lot of different ways to put propaganda in this. And it's sort of like a self-sustaining philosophy going on um, where Instead of making a movie that's like an action film that happens to have propaganda in it, it ends up just kind of going like, hey, you like action? You should see the next one. And I can see where people are criticizing it like that. I don't think that it was really lacking in too much action. They could have used a little bit more, but um, we'll get into the, the action specifics a little bit later on. But the plot itself, they needed to build up the idea of a lot of the things that are going to be coming up in the second one, I'm assuming will happen. I don't know. I didn't read the books, but I kind of felt like it, it did sort of just end up being like part one and not a standalone movie. I don't know if that ended up happening with like the twilight film. I hope it doesn't end up, uh, end up happening with the infinity war, but it didn't feel like that with Harry Potter to me. The first Harry Potter film that was split up, felt like it could stand alone and then it was going to go logically into the next movie this didn't really pull that off that well and i don't know if they could have rearranged some of the things that happened in the second act and put that in here and you know get a better movie out of it that way but yeah it did come off to me like the structure was a little bit off for this uh what do you guys think about this was that something that it needed more to it than what we got or is the story of the film good enough on its own of just having to get the message out there that we're going to go to war and then at the end, okay, it's war and we're going to get, you know, the war in the next one. Is that good enough or is it a miss? Days? Uh, it felt like a miss to me. I felt like we went through an hour and a half on how to shoot the perfect propaganda movie rather than actually getting the propaganda message across. Because each time you ha- she has a film crew following her into these war-driven areas, and a freaking hospital is destroyed. Spoiler: with all these wounded people, and their only concern is we got to film it. <laughs> and she legitimately cares, but everybody else is like, we got to film it. And it even felt like when they were back in District tw- uh, Twelve with uh, not Thor, they were walking around, and he didn't feel sincere. As they were trying to film it. Like, yes, you saw the shit, but I don't believe you. So it was an hour and a half of how do we film a propaganda film? And then when it started picking up steam and going in like, oh, we're going to go into the next movie. I was already uh, like distanced from the movie and rooting for Snow to just destroy them all. It's funny you brought up the thing about Gale, uh, not Thor. Yes. (laughs) Because I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, is he lying about this? I thought he was just doing like 
I'm going to give into the propaganda. Like I wouldn't he, basically he lectured her on what uh, Peter Bread was doing. Like, oh, I wouldn't just say things to say things. And then like the next two scenes later, it felt like he was saying things just to be like he was being coached. Yeah, I really got that impression, too. Did you guys get that impression or was it just the two of us? I can't remember really. who the fuck you're on about. She, he, he's talking about when they went back to District 12, and um, I always forget his name. The character her, is Gail. Her boyfriend, Gail. Uh, Gail is telling them what happened when they bombed the city. Oh, okay. And he's telling them they tried to get everyone out, but they couldn't. They only saved about 900 people out of 10,000. That that scene. Yeah, I know which one you're on. Yeah. Yeah, did you get that impression that he was just, like, lying about it or milking no. the camera or anything? No, not really. Huh. No, I didn't get it. He's probably just a terrible actor. <laughs> um, it just seemed like he was numb to me. Like, he experienced it, and he didn't want to re-experience it, and he was distancing himself from the experience. Thinking about that scene, I just remember his hair looking really annoying, and I wanted to shave it, so. Why, what was annoying about his hair? I don't know, too frizzy. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, dear. There's a very small amount of hair gel to go around in the underground yeah, District 13. <laughs> they don't even let them drink in District 13. You think they let them go out and buy hair gel? I did notice that his hair looked fake in one scene, though. It's towards the end somewhere. I can't remember exactly what scene it was, but there was a shot of like the back of his head, and it looked like uh, they put like a helmet on or something. Well, you uh, know who the two most shallowest members are here. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, you know what's weird? Maybe if this uh, is something that you thought of too, Dace, then maybe you and I were taking this in a really cynical direction, but did you also think when Finnick, I think is his name, was doing his little propaganda thing that he was going to turn out to be like having worked with their side and evil. Yes. I was like, here comes the heel turn. He's turning heel. He's <laughs> yeah. going to screw them all. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. I was waiting when he was doing the whole speech about poison for the gas masks to have been like uh, faulty or something. Or you just put poison in the District 13 vents. That's yeah, something like that. Stuff. I really expected him to be uh, turn out to be evil or something. Did you guys get that impression, or are Dace no. and I making an entire other? <laughs> I think you're just a bunch of cynical fuckers. Yeah, we, we just want these guys to be evil. Mind. We were like, oh, we wanted the movie to turn out this way, so we're just gonna play it in our minds like this because we were rooting for snow the entire time. Yeah, the two of us want snow to win. <laughs> we just kind of want him to be like, yeah, uh, where's that nuke button? <laughs> No Snow's more daughter is going to be a little rebel. <laughs> the one with the uh, braids in her hair? Yeah. She's going to, like, kill him, and it turns out that, like, uh, she's been, like, the main character all <laughs> I kind of want her to kill Snow in his sleep, but I know that's not going to happen. <laughs> I wonder how she could pull that off. I want Snow just to mow everybody down with a machine gun. <laughs> Game over, that. bitches. I want him to mow everybody down with a lawnmower. <laughs> That's He's so old story. and frail, he couldn't use a machine gun. It'd blow him off his ass. Or just he beats them with roses. How's that? <laughs> they should restart the Hunger Games and throw him in there. <laughs> He'd win, because he's a champ. He's, he's a champ. Of, he is kind of the man. <laughs> him and uh, the dude that was in Heroes. Oh, yeah! I, I completely marked out when he came, he came on screen. He had like a five-minute part, but it was great. It was worth it. He was just kind of like, I look evil, so I'm on evil side. You guys remember me? Huh? Yeah. yeah. There's, a, <laughs> Go there's evil. a bunch of wounded civilians. Should we kill them? <laughs> and Snow's like, eh, sure. They are treason. Right. <laughs> Dem the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Dems the breaks. <laughs> that would have been great if like, uh, Snow just broadcasts uh, another message and he's just like, for all the people that are in the hospital trying to get treated right now, <laughs> sucks to be you guys. <laughs> Gonna find out. <laughs> so, Dacer's saying it's a miss for the plot? Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. Jonna, what do you think? Was this a hit or a miss? The overall plot structure and the story of this film? I'm just kind of meh on the whole thing. Like I said, I I would, I like the build-up to the next movie. I like, not even the next movie, to the next section of the plot. I like the build-up. I like seeing how the rebellion gets started. If it had just gone from the last movie 
ending with her being found by the rebels moving straight into the war, I would feel kind of gypped. Like, That's what flashbacks are for. Yeah, I would feel kind of gypped that I didn't get to see how all of this was built. But at the same time, again, it moved so slow. And there were so many times when they put too much detail in and it kind of they kind of lost me for a few minutes and things like that. I'm kind of in between hit and a miss right now. I'm kind of just meh on the whole situation. I'm glad that I didn't get to... I'm glad that it didn't just skip to the war, but at the same time, I feel like they dragged it out a bit further than it needed to be dragged out. That actually brings up a point that I was thinking when it happened, and then somebody else that I wasn't seeing the movie with, but they were waiting around because we all thought that there might be an end credit sequence, and we were all terribly disappointed that it was just the logo itself. I'm going to kick Brett's ass for that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, stay afterward. It's got something. Yeah. The logo. Nice. (laughs) And Lionsgate. (laughs) Yeah, we got as far as the credits got. We got up to the point where it was said in memory of someone, and then we left. <laughs> the memory of uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was looking out for that, by the way. Uh, well, you know, we'll talk about that with the acting and stuff. Um, but uh, I was thinking that the perfect time to end this movie would have been the shot to the head with Peter, and somebody else brought that up too. What do you guys think about that? Would that have been a good way to end with that shock of? Holy fuck, he's trying to kill Katniss, and then, bam, there's a, you know, chair shot to the head, essentially. That could have been cool. I actually liked the ending. The reason I don't think it was so impactful was because there wasn't enough leading up to that. My biggest issue with this entire plot was that I had disconnected from the movie so many times to the point that I was playing pop with popcorn with my feet, so... <laughs> Wait, what, just... what were you doing? John had spilled popcorn all over the floor, so I was kicking popcorn during certain points in the movie. <laughs> what are you, like a toddler? Seeing the movie? A little just, bit. Like, I get, distra- your feet, like... I'd get distracted easily. And it's I was true, like, he does. Oh, fuck me. This is taking forever. Like, if someone asked me what happened in this movie, I'd be like, popcorn crunches. <laughs> Cats get distracted in the film. <laughs> yeah, I saw that? the cat. The cat was awesome. Everyone giggled in the movie theater at that. Everybody loved that scene. <laughs> yeah, the whole four other people. <laughs> oh, you didn't have like a packed theater? Uh uh-uh. Four people. Huh. Plus us. We had a pretty decent amount. No one was to there. the point where uh, people had their seats overbooked. I'm sure more people will be there around now, like dinner time, because, yeah. you know, kids will be getting out of school and everything. But yeah, there was an old grandma, some douche on his tablet, and then other people I couldn't see. <laughs> he was just sitting there on his tablet the whole time? Uh, the guy in front of us. So he figured uh, that he didn't have the popcorn to distract him, he had his tablet instead. And he must, have a, and he must like, have an iron, like, the left part of his face must be made out of some heavy metal, because he was, like, slumped <laughs> the whole movie through. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? Kick popcorn at you. By the way, the person who brought up the idea of the, the same jump cut was apparently the person uh, that we had heard clapping at the end, the only person clapping. This is kind of like, yeah, yeah, uh, we're not doing this? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't see anyone clap at the end of movie theaters anymore. I don't either. I've seen quite a bit of clapping for the like the last couple Marvel movies and stuff. There was a lot of clapping at the end of uh, Dark Knight Rises, which mm. in retrospect it was just kind of like, eh, I don't know. Um, a lot of people were clapping at Avengers, but then again, we saw that big marathon where we were there for an entire day. So I liked the after credits for the Avengers. Yeah, with uh, the the shawarma guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the clapping at the end of Avengers was like, "Yay, we get to go home! <laughs> We've been here for 13 hours. <laughs> Shit, if you made someone sit for all the Star Wars ones, they'd kill themselves before they got to the end. <laughs> hey, I still want to do a James Bond marathon. I fucking don't. Some of those movies are terrible, like the shit when he's in space. I've Fuck only that. seen the first one. Is that bad? Which one? Uh, first Daniel Craig? The very first. first. The Doctor very no? first ever. Eh, Doctor No's not that great. Anywhere than fucking Brosnan. Hey, Brosnan's better. Ah, we're getting off topic here. That's a, that's a group meeting for another day. Who's the best James Bond? Fuck Chris Nolan. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> he didn't even do any Bond films. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he did Interstellar, and I still hate him for that. I feel like this needs to be said every movie or podcast we do. Fuck him. Well, Wago, Steven, uh, hit or miss for the plot. I have to say miss, just because 
there was too often I disconnected. If they had condensed it, it would have been awesome, but half an hour too long for my taste. So let's start getting into the characters themselves, because the characters obviously drive most of the plot, especially in a movie like this, where essentially the whole plot is Katniss needs to be a character for the rebellion, or the radicals, or those uh, meddling kids, whatever they call it, decide <laughs> to call it in the next one. A fucking old talk movie. <laughs> Uh, I gotta say, you know, they've got some pretty decent characters in this series, but they were all pretty wooden to me in this one. Um, and we can group the acting into this uh, segment too, but you take a character like, uh, what Elizabeth Banks is playing, uh, what's her name, uh, Ellie Trinket, I think, um, she's this very, like, flamboyant over-the-top character, and bam, she's just down-to-earth in this one. Woody Harrelson. I thought her name was Effie. Effie, that's right. Effie Trinket. Um, Tony Cola. Ellie. Ellie. That was close. (laughs) (laughs) She was a Miri. And no, I don't think she has cancer. It's just she loves her wigs, and they won't let her wear it there. I (laughs) Maybe this is the the weird disconnect that Dason and I had. The first thing I thought of was just like, does she wear the wigs because she's got cancer? <laughs> <laughs> you I and I are watching Jersey water, man. Maybe it is. I don't know. Something's up with this. We want the villain to win. We want the heroes to turn evil. And we, we want Elizabeth Banks, Elizabeth Banks to have cancer. Apparently. I'm just glad you're taking the light off me for the deaf person joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever, you brought it back up. <laughs> you're all going to hell, but at least you'll know each other. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, what's up? Want to talk about deaf people? <laughs> <laughs> Be the podcast of uh, one hell of a podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they um, they kind of killed her character off for the most part, like that. Woody Harrelson's character to me was just sort of bland in this too. And I gotta say, the only real characters that I liked, other than President Snow, were um, to an extent, I liked uh, Peta being like crazy i'm interested to see what that happens in the next part but we didn't really see much of that i like they're talking about uh james bond series their version of q uh jeffrey wright just sitting there in the wheelchair making explosive uh arrows like he is in the green arrow series or something beady yeah beady that's his name that's his name yeah mm-hmm. i i just kept thinking of him as q in the entire time <laughs> just q yeah. in a wheelchair that's better than what i was thinking what were you Back thinking? In. As soon as I saw like um, some scientist that uh, was black, I was like, "Black doctor from the world, from the <laughs> whitest kids you know." <laughs> Reference is totally over my head. Uh, oh, you don't watch the whitest kids you know? Oh my god! What the fuck's wrong with you? I'm not a racist. I don't see things that way. I watch just the kids that I know, and I don't see colors, so they might be the whitest. They might not. He be. was riding a bike, then lightning strikes. Black doctor. <laughs> 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 so i should uh make sure that there's a seat for you at the uh the all uh, one hell of a podcast right john uh-huh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah none of the characters really stood out to me gail especially was just really bland he's just kind of like i'm brooding and handsome i just kept saying to steve the whole time either gail or Peta has to die one of them has to die <laughs> it's not gonna work out i hope it's gail yeah i kind of hope it's yeah gail he's too. just like whiny emo douchebag that everyone wants to die. You only kiss me when I'm hurt. Eh. Right, that was such a groan-inducing thing. I gotta be in pain for you to notice me. Okay, well, why don't in the next scene you just, like, start slitting your wrist and, you know, make a big scene about that, too. You fucking pansy. There are a million ways you could have told Katniss that and sounded less emo. Right. I thought they were on camera again. Yeah, it was like, the only way it could have been any worse is... If you just gone, I have a vagina. <laughs> or if he pulled out an acoustic guitar and started like uh, playing the song that he wrote about how upset he is at his dad. <laughs> I wish I was at the hanging tree so I could hang myself. <laughs> Suddenly his fake looking weird frizzy hair becomes like that emo haircut. It's hanging down in front of his That's... face. <laughs> Fringe. I don't need to see anything because nobody looks at me unless I'm in pain. <laughs> wow. 
So oh, fuck yeah. that guy, right? <laughs> yes, fuck Gale, essentially. Gale's a mess. I mean, it was cool that he went to save PETA, but that was about it. See, that's one of the reasons why I thought he was going to turn evil, that he volunteered because he wanted to kill him. Yeah. And then, what's his name? Uh, blonde-haired guy with uh, awesome hair. Peter Bread? No. Uh, the one who clearly does have hair gel. Oh, Finnick. um, Finnick, yep. Yeah, I've, you know, Finnick and uh, Gail can just go crazy and kill everybody. And then President can, uh, Snow can be like, nice job, guys. <laughs> End of the movies. <laughs> then we can just watch a lot of that Roses Stanley Tucci thing. Just don't kill off Q. Q's cool. But, um, yeah, I really was just not a fan of pretty much any character for this. I gotta say Miss on everybody except for Q, uh, Beatty, and maybe a pass for Philip Seymour Hoffman's character, which maybe just because he's got the best name out of everybody, Plutarch Heavensby, that's just... I don't even know who you're talking about. It's horrible. I don't know the names of any of these actors. He was the, he's kind oh, of like the second okay. in command. Oh, the guy that looks like the dude from Orange is the New Black. <laughs> oh my gosh, he died recently. I didn't know. I feel horrible that I didn't know. He was the like, one who overdosed about maybe... He died in February. Ago? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So they're going to finish his parts in the film with CGI and just like careful editing and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. That's going to be... They should just hire the guy from Orange is the New Black. He can finish it. Trim his eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, they look identical. Yeah, I'm giving a miss to everybody, with the slight exceptions of Plutarch and uh, Beatty. What do you guys think? Uh, Dace, is there any people that stand out as a hit or a miss? I'm going to give a hit to the cat. Excellent acting on that cat's part. <laughs> Takes a lot of... Uh... <laughs> You know, a lot of gajones to hiss at Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, I'm going to give a hit to Snow, because he's the man. He is evil, maniacal, and go Team Snow. Definitely and, a hit for him. Yeah. And then I'm going to give a hit to the uh, the crazy Unabombers that were running across the bridge towards the dam. Nice work. Got your job that done. Was cool. They didn't have the hoodies, though, and sunglasses. Yeah, that's true. But they had a box that went boom. <laughs> I thought that they were carrying a coffin the first time. I thought I they were too, too I yeah. They were marching like, to a funeral or something. Yeah, alright, well good. That, it wasn't the only thing that, it's just me <laughs> misinterpreting something. You guys <laughs> followed that train and thought it too. I was like, is that a child's coffin? It's kind of small. <laughs> uh, Why are there so many of them? <laughs> I'm also going to give a hit to the people to climb the trees. That's no easy feat. And they, they scaled that with bullets flying at them. Hell of a work there, guys. Yeah, I'm calling bullshit on that one. You sure? They felt like they were like well, I think I think there were just a lot of people to shoot at, and they could only shoot so many before the other people got up the trees. There's no way you can climb a fucking tree that fast. These are people that specialize in climbing trees. That district specializes in lumber. Lumber? Not fucking climbing the lumber. <laughs> I think that's Joanna's <laughs> district, isn't it? That would be such a terrible uh, district where it's like, you are the miners, and you provide a lot of minerals, and you are the lumber. You guys make sure that we've got wood and everything, and you guys are just the tree climbers. Just climb lots of trees, you monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> convenient though that they didn't kill the guy who did the whistle. Yeah, that is convenient. You think they would have <laughs> shot him in the head the moment they heard it. Like, the people I, around him that got killed are just kind of like, you ass, you're the one who did this, and you're alive, and I'm sitting yeah, there eating a bullet. I always imagined if you was one of the um, gatekeepers on duty, and you heard that, you're like, ah, dick. <laughs> <laughs> I felt sorry for that bitch that tripped. She was the first to get shot. Yeah, I noticed that, too. <laughs> That'd be great, though. Somebody, like, starts hearing the theme, and they're like, wait, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I gotta tie my shoe. Like, ah. <laughs> So you're going to give pretty much everybody else a, a miss, Dace? Uh, yeah, I think I ran out of people to give hits to. Yeah, they're all missed. Missed to Katniss, too? Yeah, because, like, all right, for a film that is centered around Jennifer Lawrence, they did way too many close-up of her face. Like, I get it, her picture's leaked on the internet, but we could have seen more body. <laughs> tears leaking down her face. So miss on the cameraman. Dude, do your job. Get the whole body. Yeah, the cameraman in the movie too, right? Yeah, that, oh, that blonde was hot. Hit for her. I liked her. Natalie Dormer with the shaved head? Yeah, I don't know what it was about her. Maybe it was Dennis. a tattoo. She was hot. Totally pass on that. I Okay, I'll take it. 
Give me a uh, cancer-ridden Elizabeth Banks instead. <laughs> that was <It's> terrifying. <laughs> Jonna, what do you think? Where characters were hits and what characters were misses? I enjoyed Snow, but I always I love hating Snow. I really do. Um, I don't really like him. I really hate him, but I love hating him. Um, Effie, her character is just constantly changing. She's very well-rounded. She's not static at all. She's constantly changing, and I really like that about her character. That, and I feel like the uh, actress does a good job with her. Um, I feel like Katniss's character was better in the last few movies than it was in this one. I felt like there wasn't really much depth to it. But to be fair, she was in a lot of shock and still figuring some things out, figuring out what she wanted with herself and with the rebellion and things like that. But I felt like for a main character, I you didn't really get to see the depths of her head very much. Like you'd think that they'd focus a little more on what she's thinking and feeling, but it was more focused on the politics than Katniss. And to be fair, you, you gotta focus on the politics a bit, but I, I felt like for the main character, you didn't really get much out of her. Um, we already know how everybody feels about Gale. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Gale more in the previous ones. He yeah, just kind of, he kind of seems like a whiny little bitch. I mean, he does do a few good things and that's about it. Um, I like the direction they're going with PETA. I think it's interesting. Uh, that's pretty much all I have to say about it because you don't really see much of Peta in the movie. Um, I love Beatty. Beatty makes me laugh. Like he's he he's always so freaking proud of himself. Every time he does something cool, he gives you that smile. Like, yeah, I'm awesome, and I know I'm awesome. And uh, let's see, any characters I missed. The guy who's never begins with Hage, Hamish. Oh, Hamish. Awesome. I wish we could have seen more of Hamish. Hamish is one of my favorite characters. I really love Hamish. Um, I'm kind of disappointed that we didn't see more of him. What the fuck they make him sober? What the fuck's wrong with him? Apparently they don't drink in District 13. Yeah, they should like have an exclusion for him. Like They have an exclusion about the cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love the part where she's like giving this list of demands, and the last demand is my sister gets to keep her cat. Yeah, it was one of the only times that the audience actually kind of chuckled in the theater. Yeah, there was two times that... Well, actually, I think they everyone chuckled about the cat a couple times. And then there's, I think, me and Jonna were the only ones to actually go... When the black guy, like, knocked... Um, what's his name out with, with the... With the chair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> when they knocked Peter out. Yeah, when they knocked Peter out, me and Jonna just went... Really loudly and everyone else was silent. Like, that's terrible. Why are you laughing? Oh, it's funny. <laughs> He like, wailed him in the fucking head. It was great. Yeah. yeah, it was like a total trash can lid shot from WWE. It was sweet. <laughs> I really like the idea of Philip Seymour, Seymour Hoffman's, Hoffman's character. Uh, I can't talk today, apparently. Um, I liked his character. I love that he started from the inside out, uh, working as the game master and everything like that. I'm kind of sad that we won't get to see as much of him because, unfortunately, he passed away, but... I like his character. I definitely give his character a hit. I think that's all the characters that I can really think of. I mean, what about uh, President Coin? Who? Julianne Moore. Oh, oh, sorry about Straight that. Ahead, yeah, I when you said president, I was picturing the Capitol. She, I'm not quite sure what I think of her yet. Like, I can't tell if I should like her. Her eyes or, are fucking weird. I can't figure out if I can trust her or not. Like, is she gonna turn? Hmm. That I just don't trust her. I like her, but I don't trust her. It's I feel like the the actress did a good job, um, but I don't really trust President Queen. What about you, Stephen? Hits or misses? What character is good? All right, Snow gets a pass. He's um, the man. always he's always awesome. Um, Hamish is one of my favorite characters. I like him being a drunkard and there wasn't a, there wasn't any of that in this film so he gets a miss this time around a lot of the characters just didn't seem to have any personality or depth which they had in number two it was like they focused way too much on everything else but growing the characters more everyone was either toned down or not given enough screen time so a lot of the characters get a uh, miss so it'd be easier just to name the ones that do get a hit Katniss I'll touch on because she's the main character, but 
bland as fuck in this movie. Yeah. Very much so. Alright. Crying scene. Crying scene. Sad scene. Crying scene. Oh, anger scene. Oh, crying scene. <laughs> <laughs> the anger scene was good. But other than that, uh... Yeah, so... And you know what I found funny about Katniss? Even when they actually went ahead and fucking did her scenes where she finally did get into like mad into the camera, they still kind of seemed like fake. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It was like it sounded like the one you were just recorded. It was. Back. I loved watching her try to act. It was hilarious because she was so awkward. Even for the movie or during the actual point where she. Ah, but don't. I gotta say though, I think Jennifer Lawrence is overrated. A lot of people keep touting her as like this amazing actress and whatever, and she's fine. You know, she's decent. She's been good in different movies that I've seen her in, but people really uh, they attribute too much success to her. I didn't think that she was anything special in Silver Linings Playbook. That's all the only other thing I've seen her in. I thought that she was better in American Hustle than anything else, and even in that, it was like maybe you could get nominated and. You know, I could see that, but still just like, I don't know. People go crazy over a lot of different things. Um, and as long as you're popular, then people are going to think that you're better than if you're unpopular, of course. She was definitely better in her last two outings to the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. This was not her best showing by any means. And I think that's a pretty much a statement you can use for every single character in this movie. This was not their best. Yeah, everybody either they did the job okay or worse nobody really knocked it out of the park no and that's a shame because normally you can at least find one standout there's oh one character um blonde haired dude that was captured again can't remember his name peter peter yeah um i liked what they're doing with him going psycho at the end plays a good crazy dude he does and they did a good job on uh, making him look like he'd been tortured and starved and all types of things kept his hair pretty fucking perfect for a starved person well, he looks like he's like a skeleton and all the bruises and how exhausted he looks. They did a good job with makeup in that particular scene. He had plenty of hair jello, didn't he, Tony? <laughs> well, they had all the people at the Capitol. That's where they keep all the hair gel. <laughs> That's what the Capitol's for. You got lumber, you got coal, and then you got hair gel. There used to be a hair gel district, but they gave that to the tree climbers instead. <laughs> So, action sequences and special effects. We all were kind of saying that there was more talking than action in this one. And uh, that they could have done a lot more to bump that up. The action that we did see I thought was okay. Special effects were fine. Nothing like, no glaring problems for me. So, I'd give it a hit for special effects. Miss for uh, action sequences. Because still... Maybe one or two more action sequences would have been good for me. Even the situation with trying to get PETA, it was more so just suspense than anything else. They didn't really do anything. I mean, they have a trap, and the next thing you see is Katniss sitting down in the cafeteria, and then, hey, they're back. Well, we didn't even get to see, like, the extraction point. They didn't shoot a single person. Nothing? Like... That was like, a, a bunch of people. Long. Yeah, that was a, a real disappointment to me. The action sequences there should have been more of them. It was cool to watch her shoot down the jet, but that's not enough for an entire movie that's based off of you know an action series. So uh, miss for that hit for special effects for me. What do you think, Dave? Uh, miss for action because it was boring, and miss for special effects because I feel like they stole the Quinjet from the Avengers. <laughs> So, miss all around, bastards. What about you, Steven? As far as the action goes, there wasn't enough of it for me to really give them a hit on it, so they're getting a miss. I want to call bullshit on one thing. I understand when um, Katniss was fell down on the stairs that she protected her head. Bitch should have bruises and broken bones, though, from being trampled on yeah. the rest of her body. Yeah. Anyone else notice that, or am I just nitpicking? I noticed. No, I thought that too. There was at least like five or six people that clearly stepped on her. I was like, you're the most, you should have a fractured foot, you goddamn bitch. So, yeah. Yeah, she shouldn't have popped back up and was able to run like another 30 flights. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't Shawn Michaels, you ain't about that life. (laughs) So, 
yeah, all in all, the action was pretty bland. And I think they, you mentioned they didn't show us much about rescuing Peter. And that's kind of what the movie built to. There were yeah. so many references about, oh, I want, I want Peter saved, and we got to get Peter, Peter this, Peter that. And then we don't see him get rescued, and instead we just see him go psycho and try and kill Katniss. Which was cool, but I would have liked to see it. It also would have meant more yeah. if they'd shown the rescue, so. Yeah, and I don't know if the book is like that, or if they just sort of, you know, toned it down for the sake of the movie or whatever, but... If the book has an actual action action sequence and they didn't put it in there, then for shame. And okay, they really... guys, we can't do the action sequence. We've got to have uh, this whiny emo douche tell us that he only gets noticed when he's hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going with a miss for both? Oh, special effects? i got nothing to complain about with that, really. I mean, fuck. There wasn't anything that was glaringly obvious that it was a green screen or something, so no issues. All right, Jonna, what do you think? Special effects and action sequences, what are they, hits or misses? Uh, the, ow, sorry, I kicked the table, guys. Um, I had no problem with special effects. I didn't have anything screaming in my face. This is fake! Um, it's, the action, there was hardly any there to give it a hit or a miss. It just wasn't there. And that was the worst part, especially since the last two games were so, or the last two movies were so quickly paced. And they, they kind of get you expecting the action, I suppose, when you go into the next movie. And because they got you so prepped for it, it's kind of a letdown when you go in and there's almost nothing there. <laughs> All right, we've got, well, basically two more categories to go through right here. Music and sound design and whatever. Uh, I guess we're kind of like in the same boat with the sound design and special effects. It's like, eh, it was fine or it was good or whatever, but um, we'll go one by one for that too. But music-wise, I liked that song that they were singing throughout it, that like propaganda song, um, mm -hmm. the Hanging Tree one. That was pretty catchy, so... I'm going to give him a hit for the music, and for the most part, a hit for the sound, too. No glaring problems like that, either. Uh, it's kind of a boring thing to really not talk too much about. It's giving it a hit and just being like, hey, nice job, thumbs up. But that's essentially all I got to say about it. What about you, Dace? It was a hit, because I whistled it as soon as we walked out. So <laughs> if I'm whistling it, you win. It's catchy. <laughs> we weren't uh, whistling the, the Mockingjay thing, though, right? I don't know what I was whistling, but it was because of the movie. <laughs> You're whistling like some other theme song. <laughs> yeah, it might have been the Sanford and Son theme. I don't know. Da, da, I, get da, da, mixed up. I just got my dick sucked. Ooh, rock song. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hit for music and sound design? Sure. Because Chris Brown was the music director or something. I remember seeing that name. It's like, when did Chris Brown go to movies? I don't think it's the same Chris Brown, but, you know, he beats women. <laughs> That was his, uh, his... What, Katniss gets trampled? I'm all in for this. It was his idea that PETA should attack Katniss. <laughs> yeah, he directed, he directed that scene. Yeah. So when, I was like, on... no, when you do that, you gotta do it like this. Ah. Yeah, when, I, when I was beating the shit out of Rihanna, I would make sure to push my thumbs in right in her jugular. That's why you need to do it. <laughs> Steven, so... what do you think with the music and the sound design? Hits, miss? The one part I don't like about what they do with sound, they'll often um, have people talking and play music in the background. Or at least I might have been for the propaganda videos, but it just seemed kind of cheesy. I um, think that was the point with the propaganda videos. Yeah, I didn't like it personally, but the hanging tree song was fun. So Fun? I like it. <laughs> it's catchy. If it's catchy, it's fun. It's catchy, yes, Ooh, but fun. Fun old ditty. <laughs> Just singing along, hanging tree, people are dead. Like, <laughs> So, yeah, I like the musical in and all out, other than some of the propaganda videos having a backtrack, which was kind of like, there's a balance when you're having someone speak over music where it's either too loud or too quiet, and they never fucking got that right for any of it. It was like the local fucking college school editing team. Doing I kind of feel like they were trying to make it cheesy, because propaganda is cheesy. There's no way around it. I don't know, but yeah. That first pop uh, propaganda thing that we saw, like the finished product, I was like, is this just the TV spot for Hunger Games? 
Because it's got the fucking logo. Like, they're using the same goddamn font and everything. That's Bang Gothic. I know that font. Like, <laughs> I use that doing our fucking contest and shit. That's the same damn thing. And you're clearly using the same Mockingjay sound that you do in your commercials. I should have used Soldrich. <laughs> Some of that sweet Aldrich action. Jana, what do you think about the music and the sound design? I had no complaint about the mu- complaints about the music or the sound design. Um, I actually really liked the Hanging Tree song. Um, there's really not much. Oh, you liked it, huh? More to Horrible it. Uh-huh, yep, save me a seat at hell. But um, no, no complaints here. I mean, I, I know it's kind of boring to just say I have no complaints, but it's just how it is. There's not much for me to say about it. And that kind of knocks out all the main categories that we've got. We just have a little bit of time for miscellaneous other little nitpickings or praisings for any other little things we want to throw out there. Dace, is there anything that stands out to you that was like really funny or really weird or interesting or noteworthy? I liked it when Woody went to the vent to try to like boost uh, Katniss's spirits and asked for drugs. Especially knowing that it's Woody Harrelson. <laughs> yes. Because watching his SNL monologue and realizing he can't really talk outside of movies, it's, it was nice to hear him have like clear thoughts. <laughs> Jonna, any specific uh, noteworthy things that we haven't talked about? I'm with him on the guy wanting drugs. I <laughs> he, did, he gave such an uplifting speech. And then he's like, hey, you got any medication that they gave you? <laughs> Uh, that and them every... It wasn't just Katniss and her family that were sitting around watching the cat play with the flashlight. It was like a good dozen people just sitting there watching the cat chase the flashlight. I guess I, I leaned over to Steve and I'm like, well, I guess they have nothing else to do. Um, I Off the top of my head, I can't think of anything else. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no positives or negatives? Foot Gale? <laughs> all right, fuck See, I think we can all agree on that, right, guys? <laughs> uh, all right, so final thoughts. What do you think? If you had to say that the movie, in general, is a hit or a miss, go see it or skip it, what would you say, Days? Buy it on DVD, wait until you're going to go see part two, and then watch it. Because mm-hmm. you're going to be really upset that you have to wait a whole year to watch the rest of the movie. So what would that translate to, a hit or a miss? Uh, don't go see it in theater, so miss, if we're talking about theater seeing. As a whole, when part two comes out, I think I'll be more pleased. Jonna? I'm pretty much in agreement. Um, I would wait until it came out on DVD. It would be cheaper and take up less energy. It's not a bad movie, and as a whole, The Hunger Games is a wonderful thing, and I really like it. But this particular movie, I would say a miss, wait until it comes out on DVD, and then watch it. Steven? If I remember right, the second Hunger Games came out on Netflix right before this one did. So wait for it to come out on Netflix, and you've already got it covered in your subscription. I don't advise paying money, additional money at the movie theater for this. Just, be, just because a year from now, fuck, I'm not going to remember any of this shit. Nah. Do you really have to, though? Didn't they kind of set it up where this was sort of unnecessary? Mm-hmm. And we're just going to get into the next one and be like, yay, action. If they do viral <laughs> you know like campaigning with a, the propaganda video, then you pretty much got it. Yeah. So, yeah, you're perfectly right, and that's why this movie is a miss. And that's why I'm going to have to give it a miss, too. Uh, if you check my making the grade, I gave it, I think, like a B- minus or so, because I was entertained enough that I'm glad I went to the movies, but... I'm pretty stingy with my money, and I don't know if spending the 10 bucks for this was uh, the best option in comparison to just watching it on Netflix a year from now. I think I could wait that extra year and then watch both these movies back-to-back, and that would be a lot more enjoyable. So yeah. It's a, a reluctant miss because they do make it good. It's not a bad movie, mm-hmm. but it's just not good enough. And yeah. if the next movie isn't two hours plus where, okay, you've got like a four hour movie, pre- people wouldn't have wanted to sit through that. 
then I completely don't see the justification of splitting it up. So we'll have to see. Uh, maybe that'll end up being more than good enough to make up for it. Or maybe that'll end up being bad. I mean, it could end up being a, a big snooze fest too and just uh, turn into a disappointment for the end of the series. But we'll see. And when the time comes, we'll end up reviewing that too. But before we say goodbye to you guys, we're going to go around the room one more time and we're going to give everybody a chance to fill you in on some things that they have that what they want to promote. So, Dace, hit us with your plugs. Happy Fo- Dace. Hey, follow me on Twitter at The Dace Man. Check out The Dace Man Show Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern on megapowersradio.com. Check out oldtimewrestling.net and everything going on at fanboysanonymous.com. And Jonna? Um, I'm going to let Stee plug Addicted to Anime. I'm not as good at this other than my podcast that I run with my husband. I don't really have anything to plug. All why, right. can't, why can't Drew just say he doesn't have anything to do? <laughs> See? Was that so hard? Drew, if you're listening, fuck you. Anyway, for all your <laughs> MMA needs, go to udmma.com, facebook.com slash udmma, and twitter.com slash udmma. Also, check out Addicted to Anime, a monthly podcast on anime that we do on megapowersradio.com. For more information on that, go to facebook.com slash addictedanimefans. And also, check out my YouTube channel, that's youtube.com slash stephenwago, where I'll be uploading MMA, wrestling opinions, and so on and so forth. Oh, that does us in for this episode of Review Point. On behalf of everyone on the panel, as well as all the fanboys and fangirls that couldn't be here tonight... Thank you for listening and shooting the breeze with us. We hope you had fun, and we want to know what you think were the hits and the misses of this film. So leave your comments below. Make sure to subscribe. Follow everything on Fanboys Anonymous with the Facebook, Twitter accounts, and everything else like that. iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. We're all over the place. So stay tuned for all the other podcasts that we have from Fanboys Anonymous. We've got fan tracks episodes that are up for Thanksgiving. We've got the group meeting podcast. Uh, we've, we've got so many different podcasts I lose track of things after uh, a while but they are always running and you can find them at the bottom of the page on fanboysanonymous.com uh, this has been Review Point episode 7 I'm Tony Mango and I am a fanboy see you next time everybody <laughs>